Next on BYUSN, the college football playoffs about to expand. How long will it take the Cougars to make it in? Plus, Jackson Robinson joins us in studio. Can he top his five threes from the other night? Oh, heck yeah. He's going to do that this year. Let's go. Welcome to BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is great to have you with us on this Thursday, December 1st. I am Jerem Jordan. He is Jason Shepard, who is excited that no matter how you approach the holiday season, you can now play Christmas music. I'm not sure. Why are we bringing this up? Do you <laughs> because know? it's December 1st. It is December 1st. There are those who say, nope, it's any time in November mm -hmm. or Thanksgiving Day or the I day know after. people like December it, 1st, everybody agrees you can listen to no. Christmas music. Well, you can. I Here's my, in a perfect world, I would only listen to Christmas music Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. That's it. How dare you? That's it. Those this is days. how you really feel? No, seriously, yeah. No, I don't. I, Do I, you I, feel stronger about this or Mike White <laughs> from yesterday? <laughs> no, I'm just, uh, I'm not a Christmas music until we get to like a couple of days before. Really? That's when I, that's when I really like want You don't want soak it. in the greatest, it's my favorite holiday. I love, uh, I love Christmas. It's, it should be everybody's favorite holiday. Uh, a lot of people Movie, like, I would uh, think it's most Fourth people's July, favorite holiday. Halloween. I love Christmas. Yeah, it's great. I just want my Christmas I think Christmas around these parts, Christmas if you don't like Christmas, Christmas that's a little weird. Right? Yeah. I also only Given want snow Christmas nature. Day, and the rest of the time it can stay up in the mountains. I'm cool with that. Yeah, unless you're like a, you're like a, I take Section 20 very seriously, <laughs> and I think that Jesus' birthday is April 6th, unless you're in that camp. Yeah. Which would be a little weird. Perhaps there are those of you who are. But anyway. You know what's uh, not weird? Christmas uh, music. Yes. On full display today. What's unless not weird is today's Shepherd. show. Eh. Okay, maybe a little weird. We'll get weird. Who We've knows? got a full hour of weird. Let's True. go. All right. Is Jaron Hall a top 15 quarterback this year? Mm. We will discuss that. We've got linebackers doing backflips. This is awesome. Seriously. And I'm super impressed. Hope, hopefully the coaching staff's already seen this. Yeah. Well, it's done, and luckily no injuries. So that luckily. Yeah. <laughs> and then a BYU fan interrupting math class in the best possible way. Cannot wait for this interview later on. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. A 12-team college football playoff is officially happening starting in 2024. Now that the Rose Bowl is on board, what took so long? Officially announced just moments ago, previous reports mentioned the top six conference champs will get auto bids, so all Power Five, you'd think, uh, and then the six at-large bids. Plus more uh, on this coming up in what's trending relative to BYU. Yeah, looking forward to that discussion. Women's basketball on the road tonight, taking on Boise State. Game time set for 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. You can watch it on the Mountain West Network. Fun fact also, head coach Amber Whiting's son Jace plays for Boise State on the men's team. I would say she's a Boise State men's basketball fan because she's a mom. Absolutely. makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Swim and dive continues competition today in the Toyota US Open in Greensboro, North Carolina. The Cougars have five swimmers competing. Best of luck to the Cougs. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending, presented by Tim Daly Ford, part of the Tim Daly Auto Group, serving Utah since 1968. Some of the highlights from this here football season is BYU prepares for a bowl game. Still TBD. We'll find out no later than Sunday where the Cougars are headed. We think perhaps Frisco or New Mexico on December 17th. So let's talk about the playoff and its impact on BYU. How long do you think it will take for BYU to be in the expanded playoff starting uh, in 2024? 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, there's there's really no way for us to, to really know, but I, I will probably go back to what I've said previously in terms of how long I, I'm like, I look at the first five years in the Big 12 is, I, I would expect within those first five years, maybe to take that long for BYU to start being in contention. What does that mean for, to you, by the way? Me, Meaning for a, a, a top two spot in the conference. Mm. So like, I would say give it five years for BYU to build itself up to get to the point where you're competing for one of those top two spots in the championship game. And with the expanded playoffs, obviously that means that if you're in the top two in, the, in your conference, you're likely going to be in the mix for those 12. It, it's perhaps per, perhaps but i'm so yes. what i'm saying is the the likelihood increases with it expanding to 12 so i will stick with that i would say give it within 5 years that i expect byu to start competing for things like that in the big 12 and because of that then i think you're putting yourself in the mix for the college football playoff so I, i'm saying i'm saying within 5 years is, is kind of my timeline for for when i look for byu to sort of acclimate themselves to the situation, get the recruiting where they want, and really kind of hit the ground running. It's going to take a couple years. We've seen everybody that's gone through this. Utah, we saw this firsthand 45 miles to the the north of us. How long it takes to build yourself up from where you were to what the current situation is and to where you want to go. It's going to take time, and that's okay. BYU is more ready than TCU and Utah and any of the Big East teams were to compete uh, quicker. Here's why. BYU I agree. has been playing Power 5-ish schedules. It's been my issue. But not knowing that the Big 12 invite was there, now it's like, oh, BYU was ramping up. Certainly what BYU did last year was incredible. Granted, Pac-12 was down. BYU beat up on them. Great. Whatever. You, you, don't, you don't control whether that team's good or not. You just go try and win. This year, obviously a step backwards in terms of we thought BYU would be at that level again. I'm not sure how long it's going to take uh, for BYU to potentially be in that position. Because let's be honest, the cards have to go your way. BYU's not played that kind of schedule and been able to handle it ever before. We haven't seen the volume to really know what BYU's going to do. But you said the word that I think is spot on, acclimate. If BYU within the first five years can acclimate and start to be competitive, we saw this with Utah. My only concern is, can BYU do it with the honor code? Like, can BYU get the best LDS athletes that it can get? It's not going to get all of them. But can BYU get some of those guys who got away? Um, you know, Tanner McKee originally. Um, a guy like uh, Britton Covey and so on and so forth. They're not going to get all of them, but can they get more of them to, av- to get the uh, LDS Avengers, if you will? And now you, now you have a shot because you're getting good talent from all over right. the place. The Cody Epps of the world that are tremendous in high school, a little undervalued. Comes to BYU, awesome sophomore season, but it's been his third year. It takes some time. I would love to see BYU in this position. Now, the position we are discussing specifically is basically top 11. Assume that the best other conference champ is not in the top 11 if they're not undefeated like this year, which is what? Tulane or UCF uh, is going to be that team if it was a 12-team playoff. So it's not top 12 per se. It's more top 11 unless that team's in the top 12. So the SEC would have three in right now based on the current poll. Uh, Big 10 would have three, Big 12 would have two, Pac-12 would have two, only one out of the ACC in Clemson. North Carolina's kind of blown it here at the end. And then, uh, yeah, UCF or Tulane as the highest other champ. For BYU to get into that spot, like you said, you probably got to be in the top two. Yeah. I don't see the Big 12 getting a third team in. 
you, you you just have to probably have two losses or fewer because a three loss SEC and new Big Ten with USC and UCLA starting in twenty five, mm-hmm. those teams are probably getting three in almost every year, and now that's four of the six at large bids. So for for BYU to be in that spot, they're gonna have to go three and zero in non conference and get a nice win over somebody. Although if Michigan didn't, but they're undefeated. Oh, yeah, and then you've got you've got to uh, be one or two loss in the Big 12, and then you're in position. How quickly can BYU get to that? It took Utah 11 years. They, and again, they came from a G5 situation to a P5. But Utah's super competitive right now. Like, I would love to, for BYU to be as good as Utah has been in that league and nationally, to be like very competitive, very respected. And BYU has the last two years, step back this year. But it's going to take a second. BYU's going to have to do something they haven't done. Because I believe if you put 1983 and 84 and 90 and 06 and these teams into the Big 12, I, I just think there's two to four losses there from a lot of those teams. I just think the week-to-week grind at that level has not been something that BYU knows quite yet. And they have to assimilate to get there. Well, and I, I think what is probably encouraging for BYU fans, and it should be encouraging, is the fact that you said a one or two loss team is still probably in the mix. That only happens when you're in a conference. True. And so right now, when BYU has one loss, they're done, essentially. Certainly two, and you're for sure done. Well, let's talk about that. But but, 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 let me finish the point, though, because I I think I know where you're going. But the fact that that's even that you can even discuss still being in the mix with two losses and look look at Utah this year they have three losses and if they and win if, tomorrow yes. they are in a new year six that's what I'm, so so a three loss team has a chance with this thing expanding granted Pac-12 has been really good this year yes they've got four or but five but that right should be very very encouraging for BYU fans that you no longer have to worry about we have to go undefeated we have to do that That's not going to be the case anymore because with all of the teams that you're going to be facing, everybody's going to take losses. So one loss or even two losses, it's not the end of the world. That's what's exciting about this. Yes. Okay, let's talk about uh, two points uh, quickly. Um, 2021 showed us that BYU could still be in the mix as an independent. BYU was up as high as uh, 12 to 14 late in the Mm -hmm. season. A one-foot difference between Oklahoma State and Baylor. If Oklahoma State wins that game, perhaps Baylor gets knocked out of the mix with a third loss, and maybe BYU was uh, an at-large perhaps last year. Which brings me to the second point. The at-large bids depend on the bowl game in the New Year's Six this year and every year for those bids as an independent. You're not going to have to worry about that anymore. So, for example, if the row, you know, if the Peach and Fiesta or Cotton – uh, who have a lot of at-large uh, bids. They don't have, like, Big Ten versus Pac-12 like the Rose Bowl. If those are the ones hosting the playoff, you're screwed. Uh, BYU only has one at-large spot this year. Right. So we were saying preseason, oh, maybe. And I was going, no, there's only one at-large spot. BYU's not going to out, at-large the third SEC team <laughs> right. or what, or the third Big Ten team. So this provides an opportunity where they're not going to have those conference affiliations with those bowl games. So if you can be essentially a top 11 team starting in 2024, win conference uh, title game weekends, Mm -hmm. you are going to make the college football playoff, which is super exciting. And then you'd be on the road at a a 5, 6, 7, 8 seed. But whatever. 
Um, that would be fun. And is that the new ultimate goal starting in 2024? Like, did the BYU football point of existence, um, you know, outside of like, it's a missionary tool and it's that, is that the new, that's the new thing, right? As of today, it's, it's not, because what was it before? The top of the mountain was, oh, a New Year's Six. Right. Playoff wasn't realistic. You could say that, but it wasn't realistic. Is but now New now Year's Six. it's the expanded college football playoff. Which is a New Year's, for, for all t- intents and purposes, it's a New Year's Day Bowl. Yeah, yes, yes. So, so the goal doesn't the change. Six because it's Correct. not conference affiliated. Yes. It's more open yes. to anybody from anywhere, right? If, if there could be a G5 champ and then another that's undefeated, um, and then there could be another one that's undefeated, they could also be in the mix there. Those six, and we don't have clarification on, well, it'll just be the top 12 with the top other conference um, in there. Now, there could be a situation where, let's say the Pac-12 or ACC, or even Big 12, don't have a top-end team that's in the top 12. Their champ, uh, you know, you're going to battle for highest-ranked champions, I assume, how they're going to determine that. But they're auto bids. So, obviously, if you win the Big 12, you're in. Yes, is BYU going to win the Big 12 at some point in the future? Like, hey, I sure hope so, but that feels like it's uh, pretty far off. In and the that's distance. why the goal every year, once you get to the once you get to the point where you feel like you are competing, so it goes with that timeline we talked about. And that's all we want. Yeah, I, we're not asking for a championship yeah. in the first. But five years. you want to be competing for those top two spots because yes. that's that's when you're yes. going to be in that championship game and give your yourself a chance yep. to either get the auto bid or be high enough within your own conference that you're going to be a top 12 team. Yes. In the college football playoff rankings. Yes. Um, will the Big 12 get two inconsistently, uh, two teams in consistently? Uh, that would be the hope. You're going to get one, obviously. I hope the second goes in. I, m- my one fear with how balanced and awesome the Big 12 is is that it becomes what the Pac-12 has been prior to this year. Pac-12 has been better this year. Is that everyone eats their own. There's no team that's actually good enough. But when it's 12, Shep, it opens the door. Yes. Which brings me to this. We love college football, obviously. Are you okay with the regular season being diluted somewhat because now the playoff is three times larger? Do you care about that? I don't, but see, I don't know if it does dilute it. You still have well, to win enough games to put yourself in those positions. But so I, right I now it's like you need zero or one losses, two maybe, although no one's ever made it with two losses. Like right. we knew sort of the line. Now it's like, well, two losses, you're totally in the mix. Now it's three. So Michigan, Ohio State last week knocked Ohio State essentially out of the top four this week, although they could still climb in should Michigan lose to <laughs> Purdue. <laughs> I don't think they're losing. But and Alabama's sitting there going, hey, we're right here because Tennessee's right. blown it the last couple of weeks. That game doesn't mean as much for the playoff. So is it, the expanded playoff. Is it going the route sense? of college basketball where it just matters that you played them? That they're on the schedule more than whether you win or lose? Uh, and now it's a uh, quad one <laughs> yeah. loss. Yeah, I mean, home. are we going that direction? See, I mean, I, I honestly don't look at it as diluting the regular season. I, I can certainly understand... The that point has been you're the making. argument of the anti-expansion. Yes. Case. See, I just I don't view it that way. Now I understand that at the end of the day, you it's you you look. I am perfectly fine. My goal, if I'm BYU, every year is to end the first three games three and zero every year. And if that means we're not playing great teams, doesn't then, matter. Then schedule it that P five game as a winnable game. It, it's what I mean. The, the first three games then you schedule, you are scheduling year. wins. Yeah. You are scheduling wins so that every year you jump into Big 12 play 
three and zero. Vanderbilt, we want an eight-year deal <laughs> as the P five game. That, we used to joke that that was Kansas. They're actually uh, decent. Yeah, they've, they've, they've certainly. Yeah, they've. Granted, it's not hard up. to make a bowl game. Okay, this. So is you're all, asking for five and seven teams to fill all the bowls. Yeah, yeah. It's just another There's way game. too many bowls. But they get the practices. Let's hear from you in Voice of the Nation. Our question of the day is this. How long will it take for BYU to be in the expanded college football playoff? And do you feel like they'll do it? I mean, there's a chance BYU doesn't make it. It's, it's kind of it's kind of like uh, BYU men's basketball. It's like, BYU men's basketball may not win a conference tournament ever. Like, And that's okay. Just make the NCAA tournament and then win. It's been a minute since 01. At BYU Family on Twitter. How long will it take to actually recruit the guys we go after without losing them to other schools? Yeah, BYU gets... Several guys that want to be here, they don't lose all of them. The answer to that question and the playoff question are likely one and the same. The hope is in the Big 12, BYU's recruiting level can increase. And that specifically is the kids who are members of the church who want to be at BYU. And now they have no reason not to unless they just don't want to be at right. BYU. Look, and Maybe it, you don't want that specific experience. Stanford has taken some of those guys. Obviously, Utah has taken some of those guys. BYU is not for everyone, but it's certainly for a large portion of those that want. Well, the coaching staff has already talked about, even in the last year, that doors that have never been opened to them before are now open. Now, it doesn't mean they're getting everybody, yeah. but that, that helps. And when you get into the Big 12 and you start to play some games, and you have a track record in the Big 12, that probably should open some other doors. Do you get the Bronco Mendenhalls who wanted to be at School X but go to School Y because they play School X? Does that make sense? Yeah, no. And Utah has benefited from Southern California talent who they wanted to go to SC and UCLA, but Utah has played well, and they want to be there. Look, I wanted to go to Baylor. I didn't And play in front of your family. I wanted to go to Texas Tech. Yes. I hope that, yeah, the recruiting goes from, you know, yes. the 50s, 60s to, let's get in the 40s yeah. for BYU. More four stars. Let's go. All right, BYU basketball back at work on Saturday as they get ready to take on South Dakota at Vivint Arena. Watch the game on BYU TV or the BYU TV app. Coverage begins 2.30 Eastern time with BYU Sports Nation game day. I incorrectly said Coyotes uh, yesterday. It's Coyotes, and hey, Jackson Robinson's going to be playing South Dakota Saturday, crushing it from three. He joins us next. This is BYU Sports Nation. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by the Tim Daly Auto Group, serving Utah since 1968. Listen, we don't have all day to show every Jackson Robinson made three because there's been a lot of the last the couple of games in this season. But yeah, we could just do that. That'd make it easier for us. <laughs> welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Jerem Jordan alongside Shep. And for the first time in Studio B, we'd like to welcome in the man, the myth, the legend who went five for five in the first half against Westminster from three, Jackson Robinson. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's great to have you here. Uh, let's, let's talk about that first half, first off, against Westminster. When did you realize you were feeling it? Because you tied a BYU record with most makes without a miss from three. Um, I mean, I kind of just went into the game with the mindset of playing defense, to be honest. Uh, coach was uh, making that our main focus as a team, uh, especially without Spencer Johnson on our team. Uh, he's a big piece of our defense, and so he wanted everybody to step up. And uh, just focusing on my defense helped my offense. 
Do you know when you're in the zone? Like when when you hit the first one, it's like, okay, this feels good. This may be my night. Do you do you have that feeling? Uh, not really. Uh, I mean, to me, it feels just kind of normal. Uh, just with all the reps and the hours put in, uh, it's just all kind of whatever happens happens. Are you surprised when you miss then? With that said. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I definitely like, think what? everyone's going in for sure. That's but. awesome. And we talked about it in the film room that aired, uh, you know, last night on the uh, Pope Show and earlier this week. But like, you you had gone through a stretch where um, you didn't shoot the ball well. How would you stay ready to go five for five? And I, I believe the last uh, you know three games you're shooting north of fifty percent now. Uh, you know, just confidence uh, coming from my teammates and my coaches and even myself, uh, just staying positive. Um, knowing that eventually the slump was going to be over, and obviously it is. So was there was there a game where it sort of clicked? And what what do you think changed from the first couple of games to now what we're seeing? Is it is there something that you can sort of pinpoint as to what maybe sort of that flipped that switch for you? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it was just like I said, the confidence to know that eventually they were going to go in. Um, I don't think much changed. Uh, I tried to keep everything the same, uh, keep the reps the same, and it all worked out. So. I was shocked, and Tyler Hawes mentioned this uh, in the in the postgame show. You did not have a heat check moment. Like when you hit like a three, maybe two. It, everyone knows on the court. Like you could have, you could just airball one if you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You didn't even have that. Why didn't you even have a heat check moment? You you were taking good shots. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just try to stay as efficient as possible. Uh, that's the biggest thing for me. Um, especially starting the year off so bad from the field, uh, trying to be more efficient, get the get the percentages up again. So. Uh, but yeah, just taking the good shots um, and not rushing the bad shots is the biggest thing. I told you, it's not going to take a heat it's check. Not, nope, <laughs> no, it's not, not going to happen. Okay, so you started five for five. Is that the best start you, you've ever had? Do you, have, you, do, have you had a better start than five for five in a game? I don't know, to be honest. I couldn't tell you, but um, that's probably my best one if I had to guess. It was pretty good. It's not bad. Again, the record I mentioned, that's in a first half. That was a, a BYU record tied that. that was and awesome. on an NBA floor. That's got to <laughs> that's gotta like amp it up a little bit, right? Take it to the yeah. next level? Because I've wondered about the lines and if they mess you up. It did the opposite. It almost helped you guys for some reason. Uh, yeah. Uh, I honestly don't know what that was about, to be honest. <laughs> uh, it was crazy how, because uh, Coach was kind of telling us that we need to step in yeah. and shoot the college three. But, I mean, we came out guns a-blazing and everybody was hitting shots. So it all worked out. No, it was crazy, man. Um, we'll talk to Jackson Robinson here on BYU Sports Nation. Let's talk about sort of your journey here. So you're from Ada, Oklahoma, and you grow up on a ranch. What's it like in Ada, and what kind of ranch are we talking about? Uh, it was just a ranch with cows and horses, things like that. Uh, my stepdad, he grew up uh, kind of working on a farm, stuff like that. So he continued doing that as he got older, and I was just kind of a part of it. But uh, we moved to the city when I was, I think, my freshman year of high school. So uh, ever since then, I just lived in Ada, the city. So Wait, so you're like tending to cows and horses, chickens? No chickens. No chickens, no chickens. okay. No so chickens. You, you know like physical hard work then from pre-freshman year? High uh, school? I, was, I was little. I was little. Yeah. I tried to help do what I could. but <laughs> Like uh, milking cows and... 
What are we talking uh, about? I here? didn't do all that. Like yeah, the hay like, for the horses, that kind of stuff? Yeah, that this the small stuff. Gotcha. Small, small stuff. stuff. Yeah. That I've never baled hay, but that looks hard to me. <laughs> Isn't it hard? Uh, a little bit. Physically little bit. taxing? Yeah, a little bit. Natural weights? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so you have quite the athletic background. Obviously, you're athletic, but your mom played collegiate basketball in Missouri State. Your aunt is an assistant with the Phoenix Mercury, correct? So so is that where is that where the athleticism comes from or like what's what has given you the the genes that you have? Um yeah, I would say it's definitely from my mom. Uh my grandpa, uh they always say that I looked like him. I'm kind of built like him. So uh definitely him also, but everybody in my family plays basketball, so it's just kind of uh something that's normal to me. Do you have do you have siblings? No siblings. I'm the only child. No siblings. So aunts, child. uncles, cousins, yeah. that kind of thing that played? Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. So was Grandpa 6'7 with a 7'2 wingspan? Because he got he a was, unique build. Actually, he was. He was about 6'7, 6'8, and he had the long arms too. Wow. So, yeah. Okay, what age were you when you were like, hey, I'm, I'm good at this, and you have a unique build in that you have a, a big wingspan? Uh, I'd probably say about eighth grade. Um, I joined the AU, AAU team, uh, Team Griffin, um, and I started competing nationally, and that's when I realized I could compete with the best of them, and then I uh, just kind of took off from there. So, Take us through your journey. So after high school, kind of how the, the path that you took to get here to BYU, and then maybe why BYU was the, the place for you. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, out of high school, my junior year, I decided to graduate early, and I went to Texas A&M my first year. Uh, it was a really rough year. Uh, it was COVID. Um, we didn't do that great. wasn't a hot start. And you're uh, 17 at this point, probably? Yes, yes. I was 17. I was really young, so I didn't really know what I was doing, getting myself into. Um, and then after all that, I moved to Arkansas, and uh, I think it was a great experience just kind of being with those older guys, getting to, to learn the ropes of college basketball, things like that. Um, especially without COVID, it was a lot easier. Um, and then I decided to come here. Um, Coach Pope did a great job recruiting me, uh, all the other guys. Uh, he presented me with an amazing opportunity, and, I mean, now I'm here. So, Why BYU? Why was it amazing to you? Uh, you know, kind of just going back off Coach Pope. He's a great guy, great leader. Um, I see how he led his team last year, um, even with all the injuries that they had, things like that, and how successful they were. Um, and all I wanted to do was win, and so that's why I'm here. The last two games you guys have been playing without Spencer Johnson. Obviously, you've won the last two, so guys have, have done a really nice job of stepping up. Take us through, you know, picking up the slack for losing a guy that has really been such a, a pivotal player for you on both ends of the court this year. Uh, yeah, um, I think it starts with Noah. Um, obviously, he's starting for Spencer right now. Um, just coach pushing him to become a better and better defensive player. And then also the rest of us, um, that's just the biggest thing because Spencer was such a vital role of our defense. So uh, just making sure that everybody's locked in on the defensive end, um, it'll let everything on the offensive end take care of itself. So our main focus is just defense, getting deflection, the steal, stuff like that, just to get our offense going. So, Talking to Jackson Robinson of the uh, basketball team here on BYU Sports Nation. We heard uh, some fun stories last night on the Pope Show from Foos <laughs> about how in the Bahamas at 1 a.m. some of the guys went on one of the uh, tubes and kind of got stuck uh, where the sharks are, like yeah. around the tube or whatever. Um, were you with them in, I, in the tube there? I was not. I was not. I was asleep by then. So you sure. didn't even know about this at the time? I didn't. Would I, you have gone if you had been awake? 
I might have. <laughs> Just for the experience, I might have. I might have. Dude, getting stuck in there is, uh, that's not a fun thought to me. Yeah. Like a no. little claustrophobic if you're foose with yeah. big shoulders. I'm not a fan of sharks. learning how to swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of sharks, so I definitely probably wouldn't. You're just stuck there hoping someone doesn't crash into your back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a like shark I, may just pull up right next like, to you. I've been stuck in an elevator before. I can't even imagine adding the element of water to the mix. And <laughs> sharks. sharks. If yeah. sharks and water were outside that elevator, that'd be crazy. <laughs> what, what was the best part about the Bahamas besides uh, the comeback for Staten? Um, I would just say spending quality time with my guys. Uh, I feel like everybody kind of got to know each other a little bit more when we went to the Bahamas. Uh, we were just with each other all day, every day, so for a solid week. So, I mean, we were just kind of hanging around, uh, chilling, uh, going to the beach, doing whatever. I mean, it was a great resort. So just to have that quality time with my teammates was great. Who are you sick of, by the way? <laughs> Who am I sick of? Uh, I don't know I'm about just that. Kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but look, that's, that's interesting because obviously you're going down there to play basketball and, mm -hmm. and you want to go down there and win as many games as you can. But it, it kind of feels like, especially for a team that has so many new players coming into it, mm -hmm. that that aspect of what you just talked about in terms of getting together and doing all those things together at a resort where you really can't go a lot of different places, that, that that bonding experience probably helps as much as anything you guys did on the court together. Yeah, I think it definitely did. Um, I think it showed on the court. Um, even in that last day in game, I feel like a lot of teams wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, come back from so big, uh, I think it just shows like the character of our team and uh, just the relationship that everybody has yeah. and how close everybody is. So. Yeah, those trips matter. Like yeah. the, the teams that play international trips preseason, although this wasn't one, it was mid-season MT, but um, they, they play better. They yeah. just do, that matters. Uh, while you did play in the SEC for two teams, um, your Big 12 sort of geographical experience growing up in Oklahoma and whatnot, you gonna be the uh, unofficial tour guide for BYU next year in the Big 12? <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. That's my side of the country, so. Uh, just being down there will be fun, for sure. And you played against Rudy Williams in a game I did. a couple years ago. <laughs> did. You didn't know at the time, hey, we're going to be teammates, but have you reflected back on that game with him at all? Oh, yeah. We've talked about it before. Kansas State for Rudy? Yeah, yeah. we talked about it. Um, it's kind of crazy just to think about, um, but it's just a funny moment. Who won the game? We did. We did, actually. So, so do you make sure that you remind him when oh, that's yeah. brought up? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Anytime I can do anything like that, I'm definitely going to tell Rudy. So That's nice. awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the success. It's been fun to see you dial it in there. And uh, congrats on not getting stuck in the uh, tube in the Bahamas as well. Thanks for coming on the show, Jackson. Appreciate you guys. All right, watch this week's BYU basketball with Mark Pope and any other BYU TV sports content on demand. All you need to do is go to BYUSN.com or check out the BYU TV app. You can go back and watch the Westminster game. Watch Jackson uh, make his first five threes. BYU football leads the NFL in what category, and are we hanging a banner for it? Whoop. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. This is BYU Sports Nation. To interact with the show and get great content throughout the day, follow us on our social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok.
I am Jerem Jordan. He is Shep, who will not be playing as much Mariah Carey as my household will have today. Let's whip it. The Cougar Whip Round is presented by Marisk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. All right, our friend, Big Game Boomer. Literally, we met him. Yes. He hung out in Provo. Yeah, I, I wish I, I did not get to meet him. I would oh, have enjoyed sorry. that. Yeah. Thanks for rubbing it in my face. My bad. I told Spence to text you. <laughs> <laughs> Big Game Boomer ranked his top 50 quarterbacks in the 2022 college football season. He has Jaron Hall ranked 17th. Is that fair? Do you agree with that? It's probably fair. I would put him probably in the top uh, like 13, 14, um, you know, yeah, in that range. Top, I don't think he fits into the top 10 this year, but uh, somewhere in that 11 to 15 range. Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't have that big of an issue with it. I certainly would have expected him to be a few spots higher, certainly top 15. I, I would think probably closer to 10, uh, but, but I mean, at the end of the day, ultimately, and when you look at the list, I, I don't have that big of a gripe, but I, I did expect yeah. to see him higher than 17. And and I, I'm not sure I'm going to put you too high if your team's seven and five. Like if BYU's nine and three, hey, I, I think uh, much more highly there. But yeah, his numbers have been tremendous. Yeah, really good it's been year. Great. Almost finished the regular season. Uh, probably could have if they were in dire straits with the sprained ankle, but uh, relatively healthy with playing through injuries. Okay, uh, CFB Home tweeted out the NFL leaders by college. BYU has the NFL lead in rushing touchdowns in the NFL. Pretty cool. Thank you, Jamal. Thank you, uh, Taysom. Thank you, Tyler Algier. Uh, if the, and a little bit of Zach Wilson, right? If this holds, we hanging a banner? Well, I don't know if we are. I am. <laughs> I'll personally hang the banner if I need to. Just grab me a ladder. I'll put it up wherever it needs to go. Um, no, we won't hang a banner. <laughs> no, we banner. won't. But do you remember we held, uh, hung a digital banner when during COVID, BYU won? Like, uh, you know, there were like two voting right. polls. <laughs> we digitally put a couple on the Marriott Center. Yeah. Uh, the other I was, can't remember what they said, but... We wanted to hang during during COVID. We were almost within single digits against Gonzaga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you take what you can get, right? You take all the and positive... You don't make a fit! You, you take all of the positive publicity you can get and then run with it. Or, or hang with it. Sure, sure, why not? Yeah. All right, future conference friend, TCU plays K-State in the Big 12 Championship what game is it on again? Saturday. It's like something, I can't remember. I don't know, I don't know. Uh, a win guarantees him a spot in the college football playoffs. So are you a TCU fan this weekend? No, I, I'll just watch casually. Like, I'm excited about BYU in the Big 12, but I'm not like, yay, this team, no, this team, whatever. I mean, certainly for the league's interest, TCU needs yeah, to win and sure. be in the playoff. Yeah. But they're, uh, and then Kansas State would go to a New Year's Six, uh, it looks like, as well, perhaps. Although they would have four losses, but they'd be the Big 12 rep. Um, I'd have to look at the bowl games again to make sure. But yeah, uh, sometimes it works out. Like Bronco at Virginia, uh, they went to the Orange Bowl right. because being the second best team is good. Uh, that's what BYU needs to get at some point. Yeah, like, in the league. I, I'm with you. Like, I, I want, I want the Big 12 to have that representation. So obviously, you're pulling for TCU. But there, there is still a part of me that remembers how badly they beat BYU when both teams were in the Mountain West. I, I, it's going to take me some time. It's going to take you me some time, some time to really fully embrace rooting for TCU. We, I will probably yeah. get there, but it's just going to take a little time. Yeah, and I'm not quite to the Gonzaga level because we just ran that one. You're like, I can't stand him. I'm like, I love Gonzaga. Yeah, I, I think I, they I play great ball. I, I, I like uh, the team. Yeah, it's St. Mary's that uh, we all agree on. <laughs> yes, that one we all agree on. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
Well, okay, next up. Will Lauren Gustin continue her double-double streak tonight? It's uh, six in a row, all, all six games. Or is it seven? I think it's seven. But here's, here's the, the answer is yes, because it's just what she does. It's what she it's does. It's what she does, yes. Of course she's going to continue it. Yeah. Why wouldn't she? Um, how many games before she doesn't? Will she go double fix? Um, how long is she going to play here? Because uh, she'll never... 34, 68 more games? Well, then there you go. Yeah, no, she's a machine. She like, is. She's literally. a double-double machine. Like, I'm hoping Foose gets to Lauren Gustin's level. She's amazing. 15 a game and almost 14 boards. And oh, by the way, three assists. Like, that's a high, that's like probably double what the, uh, or triple almost, what the average post is. That They might get an assist in a game. Oh my gosh, she's fantastic. There was, I was giving a, a women's basketball score during halftime of one of the men's games. And I, I had the stats pulled up, but when I started going into the read, I knew the score off the top of my head, but I didn't, I couldn't remember specifically the stats, but I was so confident that she had a double-double that I started saying she had a double-double. Then when I finally was able to pull it up, of course she had a double-double. And then it was like, she just got her 10th rebound <laughs> yeah. in the so, third yeah. quarter. Like I just knew she had it. That's All awesome. right, how about this? BYU linebacker Ben Bywater did this recently. Check this out. Go. Oh. Doing a back yourself, backflip selfie right now, backflip selfie right now. Let's go, three, two. Yes. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. All right, best play of the season for him or is it the INTs versus uh, Oregon or Utah State? No, that's it, dude. Becky selfie? That's Come on now, on Look, skis? I don't want to diminish anything he did on the football field because those were great INTs. I but do. That's awesome. That was amazing. That's because. That's that is awesome. So I'm I'm going with that because that is I'm I'm in awe. That's it's pretty cool. It's awesome, man. Last night on BYU basketball with Mark Pope, Foose told a story of the team sneaking into a water slide park after the Dayton win in the Bahamas at 1 a.m. when it was closed and getting stuck in a tube slide that didn't have enough water going through the slide and the sharks were outside the tube, right, just <laughs> swimming around. Would you have gone with them? Jackson went to yes. went to bed. He was asleep. Okay, would so you we're have saying gone with. Them? No, so you saying would I have done this knowing like what would happen? Like if you're on the team, right, and you're you're yeah. in college. Yeah, I would have gone. Yeah, I would have gone. Now, if you're telling me I would have, I would know, like in hindsight, that I'm getting stuck. They didn't then know I'm they not. were gonna get stuck. Then I'm not. But yeah, if like, I just yeah, I'm going. Mild claustrophobia, thinking about that. Oh. Getting stuck. Yeah. And the sharks are just showing up right by you. Yeah, you're, but you're, you're trusting the. But you're going, of that. assuming you're going to go right through really fast. Yeah, you're not going to see the sharks. True. So yeah, I'm it's going. It's dark, of course. But it's dark, and you know they're yeah. out there. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> All right. BYU basketball back uh, to work Saturday, heading up to Salt Lake City again, taking on South Dakota. They're going to fly Vivint from Provo to Arena. Salt Lake. They are they are taking they are taking the red eye. Uh, from Provo to Salt Lake City. Listen to the game on BYU Radio or the BYU Radio app. Coverage begins Cougar pregame live. I'll have it for you starting at 2.30 Eastern time. Fantastic. And uh, next up, an interview we've never done. A BYU fan who went viral Tuesday with USA World Cup win named Kale Kimball repping the Y in California in his high school class. This is BYU Sports Nation. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation live from Studio B. Jerem Jordan alongside Shep, who isn't going to play any Christmas music until Christmas Eve. I, I just can't get over it. I just, I just can't. Okay, on Tuesday, the United States beat Iran, or eliminated, uh, from the World Cup. 
And there was this viral moment that uh, that happened and got picked up by Men in Blazers, huge fan of the the pod with Roger Bennett and company, and Sports Center and whatnot. And it's a kid named Kale Kimball, and he's repping the Y. This went viral. Check this out. We are still on that first step of solving. United States just won. We are advancing. Yes, All yes, right. we are. We are advancing. Nicely done. Nicely done, Kale. Yep. Kale now joins us from Sacramento. Uh, he goes to Pleasant Grove High School. No, not that Pleasant Grove. Uh, the one in uh, Sacramento. Kale, welcome to the show, man. Did you? Could you have possibly imagine that uh, you'd go viral after that video? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no, I had no idea. I was just posting it like just for my friends to see, like just like just a funny laugh. But like it just started blowing up like right away. When did you realize <laughs> that this thing had gotten as big as it obviously has? So I posted at the end of my fifth period in my math class. And then I, I didn't have my phone the rest of the day. I walk out of school seventh period. I check my phone and it's like, oh, snap, this thing has... 2,000 likes with uh, 30,000 views. I was like, dang, that's a lot of views. What, what was the, uh, the best comment or reaction that you saw? Because like I said, Men in Blazers, Sports Center, others picked it up. Hey, it was a moment for America, and you understood what it meant. Interrupting math class. Yeah, so probably like the best comments I saw. Obviously, got to love the BYU comments that were coming in. Um, there are so many BYU fans. I was more than I expected on TikTok, just like hyping me up and being like, "Yeah, go BYU!" Like we want Bama and all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even want UAB in the bowl game, so I'm not sure about that last year. But that's awesome. If you had any, uh, and I, when I say celebrity, please, I, I'm not talking Other about than a ship. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. Have you had any like celebrities or anybody that's reached out or maybe made a comment? Anybody from the, the U.S. men's national? T- I mean, has anybody reached out like that? So um, I don't think any person has reached out, but like there's all these companies like Dick Sporting Goods commented on the TikTok. The U.S. men's national team, uh, their only account, they posted it on Twitter. So that was really cool. ESPN posted it on their TikTok. Sports Center DM me and they were like, Hey, we'd love to have your clip and stuff like that. And then they follow me on Instagram now, so it's super cool. Sports Center follows you on Instagram. <laughs> We're talking to Kale Kimball from Sacramento, California. One of the, and one of the best things we saw, we enjoyed it. And then we noticed, oh, wait, he's wearing a BYU shirt. So tell us about uh, your history with the Cougs. Man, I've been, a, I've been a Cougar fan since birth. My dad and mom both graduated from BYU. So it's kind of just born into it. But I remember like watching your guys' show, like, driving to my soccer games when I was, like, four. My dad would have you guys on, like, five times speed, and you guys would be like, just... Hey, I don't feel... Jared sounds better at five times the speed. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm already uh, nasally and high-pitched as it is, but, Kale, that's awesome, man. Um, repping the Cougs, and uh, the U.S. playing Netherlands uh, coming up. Uh, how are you feeling about the chance to play the Netherlands? And then, if we get past them, perhaps Argentina. Well, they're a good team. Uh, I think they're a little bit better than us projected-wise, but, like, we all know we're better than them. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Let's get it done. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about this. The, the video, clearly, you know, you start out, you're the one clapping, right? And your teacher joins in, which is awesome that the teacher – but we kind of expected, like, sort of like those 80s movies with the slow clap and then, and like, the entire group starts. None of your classmates uh, clapped. Were you giving them some, uh, some heat afterwards for not joining in? <laughs> Yeah, so the next day, because they didn't know I took a video. The next day, um, 
they were all like, they saw it obviously had like a million views the next day. So they all seen it. And I was like, guys, everyone's saying L class, what's going on? Why did you join in? Why didn't you clap? And, like, <laughs> and I've heard yeah. from some high schools and middle schools that they were like, Hey, we can't have you watching this interrupting, blah, blah, blah. Listen, this was the moment. I took my nine-year-old daughter out of school to watch the game. I was like, this is the moment. Like, let's go. Um, and she was surprised. She's like, what's going on? Anyway, that, was there any issue from the school where they're like, hey, we don't want you watching on the iPad? You're like, uh, Sports Center and Men and Blazers feel otherwise. <laughs> so um, they didn't see my laptop in that moment. So that's what makes it a little bit more funny. Like, I technically wasn't supposed to be watching it. So I had my laptop like tucked away in the corner, like watching it as we were doing the math lesson. So now that you're famous, what's it like walking around school now? Um, uh, there's a lot of people that see my TikTok. They're all, there's, there's some people that are like, oh, wow, that's a nice TikTok. And some people like tease me and stuff about the TikTok. It's just funny. Yeah, don't, don't worry about the haters. You're you're on you're on the map, baby. This is a, a fun, cool moment in your life, right? Um, you, sure. Are you hoping to go to BYU in a couple of years? Is BYU on the in the mix? Yeah, so I actually just applied to BYU. Oh so. shoot! Oh wow! Hey, admissions office, let's get Kim yeah. Kimball in here. Here's let's what you go. here's what you need to do. When they ask for any additional information, just forward them the video. Hey, hey this is my submission here. Tell them Shep. <laughs> Sent you for a 10% off promo code. Yeah, okay. exactly. No, here's, what, here's what I want to know. Growing up as a big BYU fan, what's your favorite BYU sport? Do you have any any favorite BYU athletes? Uh, obviously football. Uh, I loved watching Taysom Hill. That was probably my favorite time period. Um, but right now, Puka, uh, Puka Nakua is definitely destroying it out there, doing so well. He's probably my favorite player right now. Oh, he's so fun to watch. He's great. Um, is that the same hoodie you wore in the video, by the way? Yes, yes, it is. Nice. Yep, tried to put it on. That's awesome, dude. Okay, uh, clearly we need to get you some more um, stuff, so we're going to send you some BYU Sports Nation swag, bro. Kaylee, we're, we're going to hook you up, man. Well, congratu you. congratulations. Well, here's dude. what we need to do. Look, yeah. if, if the USA beats the Netherlands, are we going to see another video? Well, it's on Saturday morning. What, what if you, like, go into Walmart or something? Yeah, like, is there going to be, is there gonna be like, a hey, continuation guys, guys, of this? We beat the Netherlands! And, like, no one's reacting. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> The sequel would be good, I would admit. And you swing and your math teacher's there with you. Yeah, so you bring the whole yeah. class wherever you are, <laughs> and then you turn around and the class is there, nobody knew it, and then they're all clapping. <laughs> see, that's how you, you one-up it, see? Yes. Watch Party yeah, at Kale's house. That's awesome. In the man. sequel, they could actually clap with me, maybe. That's right. That's yeah, right. They, yeah. get, they get a little redemption for the class. It's yep. their chance to finally join in. Very nice. Well, uh, uh, do, do you have school today? You're at home? I do. I do. I'll probably jet over there right after this. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little late. I had hey, to do some TV. I'm doing an interview on national TV and radio. Here we go. Well, Kale, congratulations, man. Cool video. Way to rep the Y. Way to rep the U.S. Let's go beat Netherlands. And uh, we're sending you some swag, bro. Thank you. Okay, Kale Kimball. What a great story. Skipping out on school to be on BYU Sports Nation. We don't advise it with the youth of America, but we make exceptions when you go viral. That's how we roll. Or you just take your daughter out of school, like you did, just to watch the game. Is she that, probably was like, can I just go, can I go play with my friends? 
Listen, by the by the second half, she's running around. Uh, running You're like, around can I take you back well. to school? Yeah. Uh, Wait, can you can you take her back? She's not watching anymore. All right, coming up, a rise and shout out to one of the great moments in BYU football history. Absolutely, 32 years ago on this day, Ty Detmer. The day I was born. No. <laughs> I was like, no. This is BYU Sports Nation. Get out of here. You go back to class. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store. Official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Sports Nation is on demand. Download the free BYU TV and BYU radio apps or listen to the podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review while you're there. I love me a good uh, Detmer to Matt Bellini against Miami highlight. That's always good. Our question of the day is this. How long will it take for BYU to be in the expanded college football playoff? News coming out this morning that's starting in 2024 to go from four to 12 teams. At Fecky Poha on Twitter. Soon. <laughs> that's the hope, right? When will that's... then be now? Soon. <laughs> Soon. Yes. <laughs> Our uh, elite voice of the day is presented by PAX. Healthcare Elevated, uh, Chad the Fifth on Twitter. Let's just enjoy being P5 first. We have so many obstacles right now. It'll be one year shy of never before we make it to the football playoff. <laughs> it is true. Next year, it's just going to be like, what is this? Just happy to be here. What is this experience? We're just, yeah. Everything's going to be, it's the first time. Everything's going to be just the first everybody. trip to Texas Tech. It's like, oh, this is the first this. And the, just like this last year was the last year of this. The, the last first, year of this. What a, a big loss at Kansas in basketball. Like, what a, you know, yeah. And then they come to the Marriott Center and then it's on. But uh, yeah, that's, that's funny. Okay, rise and shout out. It's presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of UI Athletics. On this day, Shep was born. No. 32 years ago, I came into this world. <laughs> you wish. Yes, Tied ever won the Heisman. It looked and sounded like this. The winner of the 1990 Heisman Award, whose name is Ty Detmer. Ty Detmer of BYU. Ty Detmer. So that's the Princess Kawilani Hotel in Honolulu. Just the beach is like... Which you have stayed at. Hunt, yep, we stayed there in 2019. It was awesome. There's one earpiece for Ty. Our former boss here, Michael Miner, sets all this up, the camera um, and, and the earpiece. So Ty reacts and the iconic, like, yeah, reaction. And then Glenn Tuckett kind of turns like, oh, we did it. And then Lavelle gives him the big hug. It's like this really cool moment. In BYU history. Well, and because of the time difference over to the islands, it took a while for them it to actually hear it. Took about six hours. So, uh, for, what a no. great, what a great moment. That's that's arguably what is it, next to the national championship. Is it the second greatest moment in BYU football history? Yes. Or and, is, and, and, and I'm wondering if Ty winning the Heisman is greater than Steve Young's MVP Super Bowl win. Like in, is it because when he he did it at BYU? I would th I, I, th I would think I that I think it's yes. the greatest individual moment and accomplishment in BYU history. I I, I, I think don't it's disagree. greater than Jimmer and Danny winning Player of the Year in college basketball. I think it just resonates more. Yes, no, the I agree with that. in football is just a little more. I agree with that. Our thanks to today's guest Jackson Robinson and our new best friend Kale Kimball. <laughs> Conversation continues twenty four seven on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. This and all of our shows are on demand. Check it out at byusn.com. Sorry to Dennis Pitta, we ran out of time for Jason and. Jerem, shout out to Josh Weeks. Go Cougs! What a day. Dave and Blaine on the show tomorrow.